0: section 78 of the world english bible this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by winfred henson www.lifebylistening.org the world english bible john chapters 4 through 12 chapter 4 therefore when the lord knew that the pharisees had heard that jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than john although jesus himself didn't baptize but his disciples he left judea and departed into galilee he needed to pass through samaria so he came to a city of Samaria called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being tired from his journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food the samaritan woman therefore said to him how is it that you being a jew ask for a drink from me a samaritan woman for jews have no dealings with samaritans jesus answered her if you knew the gift of god and who it is who says to you give me a drink you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. So where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father, Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his children and his livestock? Jesus answered her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst again. But the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so that I don't get thirsty, neither come all the way here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband, and come here. The woman answered, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you said, Well, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and he whom you now have is not your husband. This you have said truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me. The hour comes when neither in this mountain nor in jerusalem will you worship the father you worship that which you don't know we worship that which we know for salvation is from the jews but the hour comes and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth for the father seeks such to be his worshipers god is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah comes, he who is called Christ. When he has come, he will declare to us all things. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who speaks to you. At this his disciples came. They marveled that he was speaking with a woman, Yet no one said, What are you looking for? Or, Why do you speak with her? So the woman left her water pot, went away into the city, and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything that I did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the city, and were coming to him. In the meanwhile the disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you don't know about. The disciples therefore said to one another, Has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to accomplish his work. Don't you say there are yet four months until the harvest? Behold, I tell you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields that they are white for harvest already he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit to eternal life that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together for in this the saying is true one sows and another reaps I send you to reap that for which you haven't labored others have labored and you have entered into their labor from that city Many of the Samaritans believed in him because of the word of the woman, who testified, He told me everything that I did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they begged him to stay with them. He stayed there two days. Many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, Now we believe, not because of your speaking, for we have heard for ourselves and know that this is indeed the christ the savior of the world after the two days he went out from there and went into galilee for jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country so when he came into galilee the galileans received him having seen all the things that he did in jerusalem at the feast for they also went to the feast jesus came therefore again to cana of galilee where he made the water into wine there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at capernaum when he heard that jesus had come out of judea into galilee he went to him and begged him that he would come down and heal his son for he was at the point of death jesus therefore said to him Unless you see signs and wonders, you will in no way believe. The nobleman said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go your way, your son lives. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. As he was now going down, his servants met him and reported, saying, your child lives so he inquired of them the hour when he began to get better they said therefore to him yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him so the father knew that it was at that hour in which jesus said to him your son lives he believed as did his whole house this is again the second sign that jesus did having come out of judea into galilee Chapter 5 After these things, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem by the sheep gate there is a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, or paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at certain times into the pool and stirred up the water. Whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was healed of whatever disease he had. A certain man was there who had been sick for thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been sick for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, sir i have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up but while i'm coming another steps down before me jesus said to him arise take up your mat and walk immediately the man was made well and took up his mat and walked now it was the sabbath on that day so the jews said to him who was cured it is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry the mat. He answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your mat and walk. Then they asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take up your mat and walk? But he who was healed didn't know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn, a crowd being in the place. Afterward Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, behold you are made well sin no more so that nothing worse happens to you the man went away and told the jews that it was jesus who had made him well for this cause the jews persecuted jesus and sought to kill him because he did these things on the sabbath but jesus answered them my father is still working so i am working too for this cause therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath but also called God his own father making himself equal with God Jesus therefore answered them most certainly I tell you the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father doing for whatever things he does these the son also does likewise for the father has affection for the son and shows him all things that he himself does he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel for as the father raises the dead and gives them life even so the son also gives life to whom he desires for the father judges no one but he has given all judgment to the son that all may honor the son even as they honor the father he who doesn't honor the son doesn't honor the father who sent him most certainly i tell you he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and doesn't come into judgment but has passed out of death into life most certainly i tell you the hour comes and now is when the dead will hear the son of god's voice and those who hear will live for as the father has life in himself even so he gave to the son also to have life in himself he also gave him authority to execute judgment because he is a son of man don't marvel at this for the hour comes in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and will come out those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I don't seek my own will, but the will of my Father who sent me. If I testify about myself, my witness is not valid. It is another who testifies about me. I know that the testimony which he testifies about me is true. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. But the testimony which I receive is not from man. However, I say these things that you may be saved. He was the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony which I have is greater than that of John. For the works which the Father gave me to accomplish, the very works that I do, testify about me, that the Father has sent me. The Father himself who sent me has testified about me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his form. You don't have his word living in you, because you don't believe him whom he sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and these are they which testify about me. Yet you will not come to me that you may have life. I don't receive glory from men, but I know you that you don't have God's love in yourselves. I have come in my Father's name, and you don't receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him how can you believe you receive glory from one another and you don't seek the glory that comes from the only god don't think that i will accuse you to the father there is one who accuses you even moses on whom you have set your hope for if you believed moses you would believe me for he wrote about me but if you don't believe his writings how will you believe my words chapter six after these things jesus went away to the other side of the sea of galilee which is also called the sea of tiberius a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs which he did on those who were sick jesus went up into the mountain and he sat there with his disciples now the passover the feast of the Jews was at hand. Jesus therefore lifting up his eyes and seeing that a great multitude was coming to him, said to Philip, where are we to buy bread that these may eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may receive a little one of his disciples andrew simon peter's brother said to him there is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish but what are these among so many jesus said have the people sit down now there was much grass in that place so the men sat down in number about five thousand jesus took the loaves and having given thanks he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to those who were sitting down likewise also of the fish as much as they desired when they were filled he said to his disciples gather up the broken pieces which are left over that nothing be lost so they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with broken pieces from the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten when therefore the people saw the sign which jesus did they said this is truly the prophet who comes into the world jesus therefore perceiving that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king withdrew again to the mountain by himself when evening came his disciples went down to the sea they entered into the boat and were going over the sea to capernaum it was now dark, and Jesus had not come to them. The sea was tossed by a great wind blowing. When therefore they had rowed about twenty-five or thirty stadia, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near to the boat, and they were afraid. But he said to them, It is I, don't be afraid. They were willing therefore to receive him into the boat immediately the boat was at the land where they were going on the next day the multitude that stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was no other boat there except the one in which his disciples had embarked and that jesus hadn't entered with his disciples into the boat but his disciples had gone away alone however boats from tiberius came near to the place where they ate the bread after the lord had given thanks when the multitude therefore saw that jesus wasn't there nor his disciples they themselves got into the boats and came to capernaum seeking jesus when they found him on the other side of the sea they asked him rabbi when did you come here jesus answered them most certainly i tell you you seek me not because you saw signs but because you ate of the loaves and were filled don't work for the food which perishes but for the food which remains to eternal life which the son of man will give to you for god the father has sealed him they said therefore to him what must we do that we may work the works of god jesus answered them this is the work of god that you believe in him whom he has sent they said therefore to him what then do you do for a sign that we may see and believe you what work do you do our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness as it is written he gave them bread out of heaven to eat jesus therefore said to them most certainly i tell you it wasn't moses who gave you the bread out of heaven but my father gives you the true bread out of heaven for the bread of God is that which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. They said therefore to him, Lord, always give us this bread. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will not be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I told you that you have seen me, and yet you don't believe. All those whom the Father gives me will come to me. He who comes to me I will in no way throw out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of my Father who sent me, that of all he has given to me I should lose nothing, but should raise him up at the last day. This is the will of the one who sent me, that everyone who sees the son and believes in him should have eternal life and i will raise him up at the last day the jews therefore murmured concerning him because he said i am the bread which came down out of heaven they said isn't this jesus the son of joseph whose father and mother we know how then does he say I have come down out of heaven therefore Jesus answered them don't murmur among yourselves no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up in the last day it is written in the prophets they will all be taught by God therefore everyone who hears from the father and has learned comes to me not that anyone has seen the father Except he who is from God, he has seen the Father. Most certainly, I tell you, he who believes in me has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread which comes down out of heaven, that anyone may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. Yes, the bread which I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews therefore contended with one another, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus therefore said to them, Most certainly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you don't have life in yourselves. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day, for my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me he will also live because of me. This is the bread which came down out of heaven, not as our fathers ate the manna and died. He who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples murmured at this, said to them, Does this cause you to stumble? Then what if you would see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and are life. But there are some of you who don't believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who didn't believe, and who it was who would betray him. He said, For this cause I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it is given to him by my father. At this many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Jesus said therefore to the twelve, You don't also want to go away, do you? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered them, didn't I choose you, the twelve, and one of you is a devil? Now he spoke of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, for it was he who would betray him being one of the twelve chapter seven after these things jesus was walking in galilee for he wouldn't walk in judea because the jews sought to kill him now the feast of the jews the feast of booths was at hand his brothers therefore said to him depart from here and go into judea that your disciples also may see your works, which you do. For no one does anything in secret while he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, reveal yourself to the world. For even his brothers didn't believe in him. Jesus therefore said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always ready. The world can't hate you, but it hates me because i testify about it that its works are evil you go up to the feast i am not yet going up to this feast because my time is not yet fulfilled having said these things to them he stayed in galilee but when his brothers had gone up to the feast then he also went up not publicly but as it were in secret the jews therefore sought him at the feast and said where is he? There was much murmuring among the multitudes concerning him. Some said, He is a good man. Others said, Not so, but he leads the multitude astray. Yet no one spoke openly of him for fear of the Jews. But when it was now the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. The Jews therefore marveled, saying, how does this man know letters having never been educated jesus therefore answered them my teaching is not mine but his who sent me if anyone desires to do his will he will know about the teaching whether it is from god or if i'm speaking from myself he who speaks from himself seeks his own glory but he who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true and no unrighteousness is in him didn't Moses give you the law and yet none of you keeps the law why do you seek to kill me the multitude answered you have a demon who seeks to kill you Jesus answered them I did one work and you all marvel because of it Moses has given you circumcision not that it is of Moses but of the fathers and on the sabbath you circumcise a boy if a boy receives circumcision on the sabbath that the law of moses may not be broken are you angry with me because i made a man completely healthy on the sabbath don't judge according to appearance but judge righteous judgment therefore some of them of jerusalem said isn't this he whom they seek to kill behold he speaks openly, and they say nothing to him. Can it be that the rulers indeed know this is truly the Christ? However, we know where this man comes from. But when the Christ comes, no one will know where he comes from. Jesus therefore cried out in the temple, teaching and saying, You both know me and know where I am from. I have not come of myself, but he who sent me is true whom you don't know i know him because i am from him and he sent me they sought therefore to take him but no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come but of the multitude many believed in him they said when the christ comes he won't do more signs than those which this man has done will he the Pharisees heard the multitude murmuring these things concerning him, and the chief priests and the Pharisees sent officers to arrest him. Then Jesus said, I will be with you a little while longer. Then I go to him who sent me. You will seek me and won't find me. You can't come where I am. The Jews therefore said among themselves, Where will this man go that we won't find him? Will he go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What is this word that he said? You will seek me and won't find me. And where I am, you can't come. Now on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, from within him will flow rivers of living water but he said this about the spirit which those believing in him were to receive for the holy spirit was not yet given because jesus wasn't yet glorified many of the multitude therefore when they heard these words said this is truly the prophet others said this is the christ but some said what does the Christ come out of Galilee? Hasn't the scripture said that the Christ comes of the offspring of David and from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So a division arose in the multitude because of him. Some of them would have arrested him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers therefore came to the chief priests and Pharisees, and they said to them, Why didn't you bring him? The officers answered, no man ever spoke like this man. The Pharisees therefore answered them, You aren't also led astray, are you? Have any of the rulers believed in him or of the Pharisees? But this multitude that doesn't know the law is cursed. Nicodemus, he who came to him by night, being one of them, said to them, Does our law judge a man? unless it first hears from him personally and knows what he does they answered him are you also from galilee search and see that no prophet has arisen out of galilee everyone went to his own house chapter eight but jesus went to the mount of olives now very early in the morning he came again into the temple and all the people came to him he sat down and taught them the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman taken in adultery having set her in the middle they told him teacher we found this woman in adultery in the very act now in our law Moses commanded us to stone such women what then do you say about her they said this testing him that they might have something to accuse him of. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger. But when they continued asking him, he looked up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw the first stone at her. Again he stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger. They, when they heard it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one beginning from the oldest, even to the last. Jesus was left alone with the woman where she was, in the middle. Jesus, standing up, saw her and said, Woman, where are your accusers? Did no one condemn you? She said, No one, Lord. Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way. From now on, sin no more again therefore jesus spoke to them saying i am the light of the world he who follows me will not walk in the darkness but will have the light of life the pharisees therefore said to him you testify about yourself your testimony is not valid jesus answered them even if i testify about myself my testimony is true for i know where i came from and where i am going but you don't know where i came from or where i'm going you judge according to the flesh i judge no one even if i do judge my judgment is true for i am not alone but i am with the father who sent me it's also written in your law that the testimony of two people is valid i am one who testifies about myself and the father who sent me testifies about me they said therefore to him where is your father jesus answered you know neither me nor my father if you knew me you would know my father also jesus spoke these words in the treasury as he taught in the temple yet no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come jesus said therefore again to them I am going away, and you will seek me, and you will die in your sins. Where I go, you can't come. The Jews therefore said, Will he kill himself, because he says, Where I am going, you can't come? He said to them, You are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore to you that you will die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. They said therefore to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, Just what I have been saying to you from the beginning. I have many things to speak and to judge concerning you. However, he who sent me is true, and the things which I heard from him, these I say to the world they didn't understand that he spoke to them about the father jesus therefore said to them when you have lifted up the son of man then you will know that i am he and i do nothing of myself but as my father taught me i say these things he who sent me is with me the father hasn't left me alone for i always do the things that are pleasing to him as he spoke these things, many believed in him. Jesus therefore said to those Jews who had believed him, If you remain in my word, then you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's offspring and have never been in bondage to anyone. How do you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, most certainly i tell you everyone who commits sin is the bond servant of sin a bond servant doesn't live in the house forever a son remains forever if therefore the son makes you free you will be free indeed i know that you are abraham's offspring yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you i say the things which i've seen with my father and you also do the things which you have seen with your father. They answered him, Our father is Abraham. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God. Abraham didn't do this. You do the works of your father. They said to him, we were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, God. Therefore Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came out and have come from God. For I haven't come of myself, but he sent me. Why don't you understand my speech? Because you can't hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and doesn't stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks on his own, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you don't believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears the words of God, for this cause you don't hear, because you are not of God. Then the Jews answered him, Don't we say well that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I don't have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. But I don't seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Most certainly, I tell you, if a person keeps my word, he will never see death then the Jews said to him now we know that you have a demon Abraham died as did the prophets and you say if a man keeps my word he will never taste of death are you greater than our father Abraham who died the prophets died who do you make yourself out to be Jesus answered if I glorify myself my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say that he is our God. You have not known him, but I know him. If I said I don't know him, I would be like you, a liar, but I know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. The Jews therefore said to him, you are not yet fifty years old have you seen abraham jesus said to them most certainly i tell you before abraham came into existence i am therefore they took up stones to throw at him but jesus was hidden and went out of the temple having gone through the middle of them and so passed by chapter nine as he passed by he saw a man blind from birth his disciples asked him rabbi who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind jesus answered this man didn't sin nor did his parents but that the works of god might be revealed in him i must work the works of him who sent me while it is day the night is coming when no one can work while i am in the world i am the light of the world when he had said this he spat on the ground made mud with the saliva anointed the blind man's eyes with the mud and said to him go wash in the pool of siloam which means sent so he went away washed and came back seeing the neighbors, therefore, and those who saw that he was blind before, said, Isn't this he who sat and begged? Others were saying, It is he. Still others were saying, He looks like him. He said, I am he. They, therefore, were asking him, How were your eyes opened? He answered, A man called Jesus made mud anointed my eyes and said to me go to the pool of siloam and wash so i went away and washed and i received sight then they asked him where is he he said i don't know they brought him who had been blind to the pharisees it was a sabbath when jesus made the mud and opened his eyes Again, therefore, the Pharisees also asked him how he received his sight. He said to them, He put mud on my eyes. I washed and I see. Some, therefore, of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God because he doesn't keep the Sabbath. Others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? There was division among them. Therefore they asked the blind man again, What do you say about him? Because he opened your eyes. He said, He is a prophet. The Jews therefore didn't believe concerning him that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of him who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son whom you say was born blind? How then does he now see? his parents answered them we know that this is our son and that he was born blind but how he now sees we don't know or who opened his eyes we don't know he is of age ask him he will speak for himself his parents said these things because they feared the Jews for the Jews had already agreed that if any man would confess him as Christ he would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age, ask him. So they called the man who was blind a second time, and said to him, Give glory to God, we know that this man is a sinner. He therefore answered, I don't know if he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him again, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you didn't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You don't also want to become his disciples, do you? They insulted him and said, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we don't know where he comes from. The man answered them, How amazing! You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he listens to him. Since the world began, it has never been heard of that anyone opened the eyes of someone born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, you were altogether born in sins and do you teach us then they threw him out Jesus heard that they had thrown him out and finding him he said do you believe in the son of God he answered who is he Lord that I may believe in him Jesus said to him you have both seen him and it is he who speaks with you he said Lord i believe and he worshiped him jesus said i came into this world for judgment that those who don't see may see and that those who see may become blind those of the pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him are we also blind jesus said to them if you were blind you would have no sin but now you say, we see, therefore your sin remains. Chapter 10 Most certainly I tell you, one who doesn't enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, is a thief and a robber. But one who enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep, listen to his voice he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out whenever he brings out his own sheep he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice they will by no means follow a stranger but will flee from him for they don't know the voice of strangers jesus spoke this parable to them but they didn't understand what he was telling them Jesus, therefore, said to them again, Most certainly, I tell you, I am the sheep's door. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters in by me, he will be saved, and will go in and go out, and will find pasture. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and may have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who doesn't own the sheep, sees the wolf coming, leaves the sheep and flees. The wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them. The hired hand flees because he is a hired hand and doesn't care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and I'm known by my own. Even as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will hear my voice. They will become one flock with one shepherd therefore the father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again no one takes it away from me but I lay it down by myself I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again I received this commandment from my father therefore a division arose again among the Jews because of these words many of them said he has a demon and is insane. Why do you listen to him? Others said, These are not the sayings of one possessed by a demon. It is impossible for a demon to open the eyes of the blind, is it? It was the feast of the dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in Solomon's porch. The Jews therefore came around him and said to him, how long will you hold us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you don't believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify about me. But you don't believe, because you are not of my sheep, as I told you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give eternal life to them. They will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Therefore Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him, we don't stone you for a good work but for blasphemy because you being a man make yourself god jesus answered them isn't it written in your law i said you are gods if he called them gods to whom the word of god came and the scripture can't be broken do you say of him whom the father sanctified and sent into the world you blaspheme because I said I am the son of God if I don't do the works of my father don't believe me but if I do them though you don't believe me believe the works that you may know and believe that the father is in me and I in the father they sought again to seize him and he went out of their hands he went away again beyond the Jordan into the place where John was baptizing at first. And he stayed there. Many came to him. They said, John indeed did no sign, but everything that John said about this man is true. Many believed in him there. Chapter 11 Now a certain man was sick lazarus from bethany of the village of mary and her sister martha it was that mary who had anointed the lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother lazarus was sick the sisters therefore sent to him saying lord behold he for whom you have great affection is sick but when jesus heard it he said this sickness is not to death, but for the glory of God, that God's Son may be glorified by it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When therefore he heard that he was sick, he stayed two days in the place where he was. Then after this he said to the disciples, Let's go into Judea again. The disciples asked him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you. Are you going there again? Jesus answered, Aren't there twelve hours of daylight? If a man walks in the day, he doesn't stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if a man walks in the night, he stumbles because the light isn't in him. He said these things, and after that he said to them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going so that I may awake him out of sleep. The disciples, therefore, said, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he spoke of taking rest in sleep. So Jesus said to them plainly then, Lazarus is dead. I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, so that you may believe. Nevertheless, let's go to him. Thomas, therefore, who is called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let's go also, so that we may die with him. So when Jesus came, he found that he had been in the tomb four days already. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about fifteen stadia away. Many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. Then when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary stayed in the house. Therefore Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you jesus said to her your brother will rise again martha said to him i know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day jesus said to her i am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me will still live even if he dies whoever lives and believes in me will never die do you believe this she said to him yes lord i have come to believe that you are the christ god's son he who comes into the world when she had said this she went away and called mary her sister secretly saying the teacher is here and is calling you when she heard this she arose quickly and went to him now jesus had not yet come into the village but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and were consoling her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, She is going to the tomb to weep there. Therefore when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died when jesus therefore saw her weeping and the jews weeping who came with her he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said where have you laid him they told him lord come and see jesus wept the jews therefore said see how much affection he had for him some of them said couldn't this man who opened the eyes of him who was blind have also kept this man from dying? Jesus, therefore, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. Now it was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench for he has been dead four days jesus said to her didn't i tell you that if you believed you would see god's glory so they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying jesus lifted up his eyes and said father i thank you that you listened to me i know that you always listen to me but because of the multitude standing around i said this that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. He who was dead came out, bound hand and foot with wrappings, and his face was wrapped around with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Free him and let him go. Therefore, many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw what Jesus did believed in him. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things which Jesus had done. The chief priests, therefore, and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, What are we doing? For this man does many signs. If we leave him alone like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation." But a certain one of them, Caiaphas, being high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you consider that it is advantageous for us that one man should die for the people, and that the whole nation not perish. Now he didn't say this of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for the nation only but that he might also gather together into one the children of god who are scattered abroad so from that day forward they took counsel that they might put him to death jesus therefore walked no more openly among the jews but departed from there into the country near the wilderness to a city called ephraim he stayed there with his disciples now the passover of the jews was at hand many went up from the country to jerusalem before the passover to purify themselves then they sought for jesus and spoke with one another as they stood in the temple what do you think that he isn't coming to the feast at all now the chief priests and the pharisees had commanded that if anyone knew where he was he should report it that they might seize him chapter 12 then six days before the passover jesus came to bethany where lazarus was who had been dead whom he raised from the dead so they made him a supper there martha served but lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him therefore mary took a pound of ointment of pure nard very precious and anointed jesus feet and wiped his feet with her hair the house was filled with the fragrance of the ointment then judas iscariot simon's son one of his disciples who would betray him said why wasn't this ointment sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor now he said this not because he cared for the poor but because he was a thief and having the money box used to steal what was put into it. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial, for you always have the poor with you, but you don't always have me. A large crowd, therefore, of the Jews, learned that he was there, and they came, not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests conspired to put Lazarus to death also, because on account of him many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. On the next day a great multitude had come to the feast. When they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took the branches of the palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord the king of israel jesus having found a young donkey sat on it as it is written don't be afraid daughter of zion behold your king comes sitting on a donkey's coat his disciples didn't understand these things at first but when jesus was glorified then they remembered that these things were written about him and that they had done these things to him the multitude therefore that was with him when he called lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead was testifying about it for this cause also the multitude went and met him because they heard that he had done this sign the pharisees therefore said among themselves See how you accomplish nothing. Behold, the world has gone after him. Now there were certain Greeks among those that went up to worship at the feast. These, therefore, came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Philip came and told Andrew. And in turn, Andrew came with Philip, and they told Jesus jesus answered them the time has come for the son of man to be glorified most certainly i tell you unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies it remains by itself alone but if it dies it bears much fruit he who loves his life will lose it he who hates his life in this world will keep it to eternal life if anyone serves me, let him follow me. Where I am, there my servant will also be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this time. But I came to this time for this cause. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came out of the sky, saying, I have both glorified it, and will glorify it again. Therefore the multitude who stood by and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice hasn't come for my sake, but for your sakes now is the judgment of this world now the prince of this world will be cast out and i if i am lifted up from the earth will draw all people to myself but he said this signifying by what kind of death he should die the multitude answered him we have heard out of the law that the christ remains forever how do you say the son of man must be lifted up who is this son of man? Jesus therefore said to them, Yet a little while the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, that darkness doesn't overtake you. He who walks in the darkness doesn't know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become children of light. Jesus said these things, and he departed and hid himself from them. But though he had done so many signs before them, yet they didn't believe in him, that the word of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spoke. Lord, who has believed our report? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this cause they couldn't believe. For Isaiah said again, He has blinded their eyes, and he hardened their hearts lest they should see with their eyes and perceive with their heart and would turn and i would heal them isaiah said these things when he saw his glory and spoke of him nevertheless even many of the rulers believed in him but because of the pharisees they didn't confess it so that they wouldn't be put out of the synagogue for they loved men's praise more than god's praise Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. He who sees me, sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me may not remain in the darkness. If anyone listens to my sayings and doesn't believe, I don't judge him, for I came not to judge the world but to save the world. He who rejects me and doesn't receive my sayings has one who judges him. The word that I spoke will judge him in the last day. For I spoke not from myself, but the Father who sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. I know that his commandment is eternal life. The things therefore which I speak even as the father has said to me so i speak end of section 78